hard. So right. uh, what an awesome word. I hope everybody had the chance to listen to it again. If not, it's up on the, uh, on the platform. Uh, please do not take these teachings lightly. They are amazing. I mean, amazing and good stuff. So um, I'm going to dive in today. And uh, I'm going to try to plow through as much as this as I can over the next 20 minutes. But I want to talk about uh, being generous from a financial perspective, right? Um, everybody cringes when you talk about giving, giving, oh, giving money. But let's, let's, let's look at it from a different angle. Maybe people know I was going to talk about giving when you stayed home today. So that's, uh, <laughs> I'll preach it again, that's all right. Next week, back to back. Uh, 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 so we're talking about uh, having a generous heart, right? And, 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 and Pastor Rick did a phenomenal job over the last two weeks of defining what generosity was, right? Uh, how to be generous, giving of your time, your talent, and your resources, right? Giving of your time, your talent, and your resources, right? So that's so important. So it's not just giving financially, but giving of all those things. And I want to talk about it from a monetary perspective because you have a lot of people in the church, you believe, believe it or not, probably only 20 to 30% of people in the body of Christ, probably even less, are consistent tithers, Amen. right? Or consistent givers. Uh, and financial struggle is probably one of the biggest things that church people, I hear people talk about needing financial blessings. All the time as a, as a pastor, as an evangelist, I'm always hearing that people need financial blessings. How many people can use some more financial increase? All right. So, so <laughs> we're going to talk about how to uh, tap into that. And really what I want to do today is just correctly, I got you, Kevin. I know his hand's still up. So we want to correctly set your perspective on giving, right? Because... Uh, in order to get what the Bible has for you, you got to do what the Bible says to do, right? right? And you have to be consistent. Amen. Somebody right. say consistent. consistent. You got to be consistent. So uh, when I was digging into this, um, the word prayer, topics on prayer are mentioned over 500 times in the Bible. Topics on faith are mentioned about 500 times in the Bible. But topics on money and possessions are mentioned over 2,000 times Amen. in the Bible. Amen. That's an important topic. That's an important topic. Uh, out of the 38 parables that are in the Bible that Jesus talked about in different parables, 16 of the 38 are on finances. So there's something that God wants us to understand when it comes to finances, right? And we're, listen, we're not talking, I don't have to say this to those who are here, but you know, we're not talking about scams and schemes, right? We're not talking about offering, you know, blessed rags for $500. Not that foolishness, right? <laughs> right? We're talking about kingdom. What does the kingdom say about having a generous heart when it comes to giving? What does the kingdom say about having a generous heart when it comes to uh, giving of your resources? So uh, let's, let's, let's take a look at that uh, real quickly. There's a couple of things I want you to, to look at. Uh, how, you how you handle your money reveals three things. It reveals your priorities, your loyalties, and your affections. Wow. Your priorities, your loyalties, and your affections, right? Where you put your money determines where your priorities are, right? Uh, when you wasn't saved, you put your money in things that was your priority, <laughs> right? People wanted to look sharp. Their money went, all their money on Friday went to their clothes, right. right? If they wanted to go party, they'd be broke by Saturday, Right, because all your whole check went to party, right? The enemy had you out there on drugs, all your money went to drugs, right? Whatever your priority was, that's where your money went. Come on, right. I'm, right. come on. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever your priority was, that's where your money went. Uh, wherever you was loyal to, your loyalties, right? Loyalties. 
uh, determined. So I can look at somebody's, um, when I used to be in, uh, in the branches at the bank, I could always look at somebody's uh, bank statement, statements. bank statements in the branch and tell them where their mindset is. Ooh. Always, always. I could always glance and see where they're spending their money and tell them where their mindset is. Why? Because where they put their money tells them where your priorities, your loyalties, and your affections. That's good. Right? If you are a giver and you have an affection for things, we should see that. But some people, you, all you see is money spent on them and nobody else. Mm-hmm. They don't have a heart for people. Right? So we talk about that. That's a big deal. I want you to write this statement down. Uh, the principle, we're going to look at the principle of the firstborn. This is profound. Now, when I was studying this over the last couple of days, Rob, this really blessed me because I consider myself... Um, my wife and I consider ourselves givers. Um, we are tithers. Amen. Tithing, and uh, if I get a chance to get to it, it is 10% of all your increase that comes to your hand. We are advert tithers, um, and we are givers outside of our tithing. So uh, we give above and beyond our tithe, and we've always done that. I mean, the Lord speaks to us. We give. We give to, uh, of course, all of our tithes goes to RCC, our offer goes to RCC, but then even above RCC, we give to multiple different other organizations and churches that we feel have a mission and assignment that we want to reap out of. Yeah. yeah. So they're producing the fruit that I also want to reap. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you understand mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Because I gotta, in order for me to reap out of that soil, I gotta put a seed so, in that soil. That's, right. that's it. Right? So you can't reap out of what you have not sown into. Write that that's down. Good. Right? You that's cannot good. reap out of what you have not sown into. That's you good. cannot reap out of what you have not sown into. So I probably get just as many people that sow into RCC that I do not go to RCC as opposed to those who do go to RCC. It's probably about neck and neck. So throughout app, I have people literally all over the country that know me, that know what I stand for, that are sowing on a weekly basis into RCC. Why? Because they want to reap out of what they know the soil can produce. Amen? Amen. So I don't want you sitting here and you not get anything, all right? Amen. So look at somebody and say, we got to get it. We got to get it. So let's look at a scripture real, real quickly, Exodus chapter 13 and verse 2. And let's look at this principle of the firstborn, right? And, it ta- and really we're looking at putting God first. How do we put God first? And he says this, and I love the scripture. He says, sanctify, uh, Exodus 13 and 2, uh, consecrate, set apart to me, all the firstborn males, Amen. whatever is first to open the womb among the Israelites, both of man and of beast, is mine. Okay, so from the book of Gen- from the book of Exodus, as a matter of fact, I can even go back to the book of Genesis mm-hmm. where God told uh, Adam and Eve, he said, you can have everything, but don't touch this tree. That tree represented the tithe. Mm-hmm. There will always be something that God says, that's not yours, that's mine. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not yours, that's mine. And what did Adam and Eve do? They ate of that portion that God said belonged to him. Mm-hmm. We said, man, that's messed up. Well, we did it so many times when we didn't, when we didn't give <laughs> right. what God said to give. Come on, right. come on, let's talk, right. amen? Right. Right? right? So then he reiterates it, reiterates it in the book of Exodus. He says, hey, sanctify, consecrate, set apart. And this is going to get really good, I'm telling you. Uh, to it's me, all good. the firstborn, thank yeah. you, Pastor Rick, males. Whatever is first to open the womb, about the principles of the first, among the Israelites, both of male and beast, I want you to give it to me. Then he says, you shall set apart to the Lord, here we go, uh, all that first opens the womb, all the firstlings of your livestock that are male shall be of the Lord's. Every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem by substituting for it a lamb. Or if you will not redeem it, 
Then you shall break its neck, and every firstborn among you shall be redeemed. Now, this is, this is really good. So firstborns of all their increase had to be sacrificed or redeemed. Those are the two choices they had. It had to be sacrificed or redeemed. So uh, let's look at what it means to be redeemed so we Amen. can get clarity on that. So here we see that God is setting a principle, right, of the first fruits and the firstborn and the principle of the first, which means God does not want to be second or third. God wants to be first. Right, right. <laughs> right? Uh, and, and if you begin to put God first, I always say this, Uncle Sam does not ask permission to take out of your check. Your employer takes out what belongs to Uncle Sam. Amen? And if you keep it, the IRS, those three letters, <laughs> will come and find you to get what they say is theirs. Right? Amen. God says, I don't want to be last, I don't want to be third, but I want to be first. And this is powerful because he says, if you give me the first, I will, what, redeem everything else. Wow. I'll redeem it. Now, what does redeem say? Watch right. it. If you give me the first, if you give me that 10%, if you think of me first, if you put me first, I will bless the rest of what you have. Yeah. Why does the rest of what you have have to be blessed? Because you don't know where it came from. That's right. Mm. You don't know how your boss or how your company, will, uh, what, what ungodly things they may be doing to get that, what unintegral mm. things, what deals they made in the back room. And so you just get it because why? You're giving hours of your life. They're giving you back something in monetary. Yeah. You don't know where that money came from. He says, but when you give the tithe, I redeem the 90. Thank you, Lord. Everything you, Lord. else. Come on, this is Hallelujah. good. Everything else you give is blessed. Yeah. And now watch this. It's not cursed. It has the ability to do overly, exceedingly, abundantly about what you even ask and think. Why? Because you have redeemed the power of what's left by giving me what's first. Now, what does redeem, what does redeem mean? This is profound. Redeem means, and, and the Hebrew is pada, because redeem uh, and exodus was written, the book of Exodus was written in Hebrew, so sometimes you've got to go back and look at the original meaning of the word to really understand what God is saying. Redeem means, Pastor Rick, to sever. Mm. He says, so when you give and I redeem what you have, I sever it from any curses. Ah, come on. If you sow and I redeem what you have, it means to release. I release it, and I release it from any curses, and I release what belongs to you. Number three, it means to preserve. So when God redeems what you have, he says you preserve. God preserves you. How many times have what you have been like the boy's lunch, the, two, the, the fish and the bread, and you don't know how you got from Friday to next Friday? Amen. Come on. Right? You, you, you should have you ran out a meal by Tuesday. Right. But God, what? He preserved you. Then it means to deliver. To deliver. Right? He sets it free. Number four, number five, it means to rescue. Mm -hmm. That means that when you give that, there's some things that belong to you that need rescuing. He says when you redeem, when you give and do the first fruits, he says, I rescue. And then the last one is, just one word it said was, Surely. Surely. Somebody say, surely. Surely. So it means, when we talk about redeeming, it means to sever, to release, to preserve, to deliver, to rescue, and surely. Whatever you believe in God for, surely. Yeah. Whatever you're standing in faith for, surely. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you're sowing for, Hallelujah. surely. Hallelujah. Right? I, I mean, this is a promise that Thank he gives you, Lord. us. Thank you. When you honor... The first fruits. Now he said this, and look at this. He says, 
go back to this. He says, every firstborn of a donkey that you shall redeem by substituting for it a lamb. He says, okay, so if you have something that is not conducive, he says, you're going to substitute for a lamb. And look at this. This sets up for what Christ came to do in John chapter 1, verse 29. He said, the next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Amen. Right? He says, so God, and I love this. I want you to write this down. Jesus was God's tithe. Mm. Wow. Wow. Jesus was God's tithe. So if God tithe, why don't we tithe? Amen. Mm. Wow. Amen. Jesus was God's tithe. He gave his only. Yeah. yeah. Begotten son. He gave the lamb. Why? To redeem you. Yeah. Yeah. So he yeah. gave his first to curse. redeem what wow. he had. Come on, you gotta get this. Hallelujah. Are y'all awake? Are y'all here? Pulse, pulse, check, check. Okay. He gave his son to redeem you. To release you, to preserve you, to deliver you, to rescue you. Wow. Come on, wow. come on. Wow. He tied for you. Thank you, Lord. Because you were Thank cursed, you. you were born in Amen. sin, you were shaped in iniquity. Amen. So he had to give a tithe Glory. to redeem you. Yeah. Christ yeah. came to redeem you. This, this is, I'm telling you, this is good stuff. Good. Look at this in John chapter 1 and 29. He says, uh, the next day John saw Jesus coming towards him and say this out of the New King James. Mm -hmm. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Amen. He said this in, in, um, Jesus. In, the, in the next scripture. He says in Romans 5 and 8. He says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were still sinners... Christ died for us. Amen. Christ died for us. Watch this. Wow. Some, and this is how the enemy tricks us because we look to, we sow or give based upon what we see. Right. Yeah. He says, he didn't even see you saved yet naturally, but he still gave mm -hmm. in faith. Wow. Right? Because when you are sowing in the first, it has to be done by faith. Right. Yeah. Right? While you are still sinning, he still sowed. Right? Okay. So before you see it, it has to be done. Okay. There, there's some things that will still be. You may be in the still era of your life. Mm -hmm. It still looks like I don't have enough. Uh -huh. It still looks like things aren't working out. Mm -hmm. It still looks like I don't, uh, I, I'm never going to get to where I go. But I'm still going to demonstrate my love towards him. Yes. Right? Because if I do it, what still is will change. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right? Because the first fruits, I put him first. Right. If I put him first, he will redeem everything else that I have. Yeah. Yeah. If I put him first. Yeah. Somebody said yeah. put him first. Put him first. Look at this. Look at this. Jesus was God's tithe. God gave his tithes in faith before we ever believed. God gave his tithes in faith before we ever believed. God gave his tithes in faith before we ever believed. Love caused him to do that. I want you to write this down. It always requires faith to give your first. Yes. It always requires faith to give your first. We give our time every 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 increase that comes, and every time we do it, always takes faith. Because <laughs> the enemy starts saying, "You know what you can do with that? Come on, don't get deep on me. Don't get deep. You know what you can go with that? You know Christmas is coming up. You know you need this." You know, this just broke. Come on, come on. Yep. And he's always trying to make you eat your first. Yeah. Because he doesn't want everything else to be redeemed. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Thank you, Rob. I'm glad you're here, brother. I'm so glad you're here. 
Right? He doesn't want everything else to be redeemed. So if he can make you eat your first, wow. then he know he can keep everything else cursed. Yeah, 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 I'm going to yeah. show this to you in scripture. Yeah. So that's why you got as quickly as you get your increase, you got to release it into the kingdom of God so everything else can be blessed. That's good. That's and good. I said, listen, God is just saying, hey, give me 10, you keep 90. I mean, really? Are you have a problem with that? Because he could say, give me 90, yeah. and you keep 10, and, and the 10 would still be more than enough yeah. to good. meet all your needs. That's good. That's come come good. on. That's good. It's not that he can't meet your needs with the 10, it's just that he just don't want you to be in, in a sinful state all the time. You know, we'd be all messed up if he flipped it around. But, but he says, hey, you, you give me the 10, you keep the 90, wow. and I'm, I'm going to redeem everything that you're attached to. But you've got to have a, you got to understand the spirit of generosity yeah. in order to do that. You've got to be willing to give your first. Yeah. And it always requires faith to give your first. Amen. Amen. Every week, every other week, whenever you get increase, it always requires faith. I was, in, I was in London a couple of weeks ago, and a woman walked up to me in the middle of service, gave me an envelope, I opened it up, 500 pounds, which is like $700 in American money. She gave me, she said, God told me to give this to you. Watch this, because when you give your first, God takes care of everything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll yeah. send you all the way to London to get come you some on, increase. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, I know he talked to some people come in Philly, on, they weren't listening, on. so he had to send me all the way to London. Come on, to give me some increase. Why? Come because on. my seed has to bring back a harvest. I don't Come know who on. this lady was, but Come my on. seed has to bring back a harvest. Yeah. And because she sowed it to me, I know that what? Her harvest is going to be great. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's good. Through tithing, we don't lose because God redeems it for us, but we lose when we withhold. Mm. Yes. Through tithing, we don't lose because God redeems. That word redeems. He preserves. He gets it. He says, surely, to what you believe before. Mm. But we lose when we withhold. When we hold it, we lose it. And I'm going to mm. give you a scripture to show this. We're almost there. Y'all getting something today? Yeah. yeah. Matthew 16, 25 says, for whosoever declares to save his life will what? Lose it. Will lose his life. But what? But whosoever loses his life for my sake, he'll find it. He says, when you try to hold it, you lose it. When you give it, you find it. Yeah. And, I, and I know it, it's confusing in our yeah. minds because we're so used to just keeping everything. He says, but when you give it to me, you find what you've been looking for. Amen. When you withhold it from me, you'll never find what belongs to you. Wow. Jesus. Because mm -hmm. the law of the first, I'm trying to get you blessed today. Jesus. The law of the first. Look at this scripture in Exodus. Exodus chapter 2. Let's take another look at this law of the first. Where God took all the firstborn. You know the story, right? Yeah. Where he spoke to Israel. And uh, Pharaoh wouldn't let them go. Mm How -hmm. many people know that story? Yeah. You saw the movie, at least a cartoon, something. Amen. Right? Amen. Wouldn't let them go. God spoke to them. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Moses said, uh, let my people go. Amen. Pharaoh said, I'm not letting anybody go. And then the plagues that came to hit them. And then it got so bad that God told the watcher, he says, uh, I'm going to kill every male child. Watch Jesus. Every first. He's a principal. I'm going to kill the first. I'm going to kill the first. They didn't give it to me. I'm going to kill the first. He says, but for you, remember, remember in Exodus, he said, I want you to what? The lamb will take the place, which represents Christ being the Amen. lamb. Amen. 
who came and took our place and redeemed us, right? He says here, another example, this is amazing. He says, speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, on the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household, and they shall take some of the blood and put it on what? The doorpost. You remember that? Yep. The blood had to be on the doorpost. And what happened? When the, wherever the blood was applied, the death angel passed over him. What, what did it pass over? It passed over from taking their firstborn. Why? Because the lamb was the substitute. Right, right. It right, didn't just right. the blood apply, they passed over. They each household had to get a lamb for the household Amen. as a substitute. Right, right. Gosh, you gotta get this. That represented their first. And why? Because that lamb, when it was sacrificed, redeemed everything that was in that household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get yeah, that? Yeah. It redeemed everything in that household. So their children were safe because they understood the law of the first. Their family was safe because they understood the law of the first. My kids have to be blessed because their parents honor the law of the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your household has to be blessed because what? You honor the law yeah. of the of first. The first. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this scripture in uh, Joshua uh, 6. We're going to look at this. But I want to ask a question. How many people know that you are not seeing the full value of your worth. Amen. Hallelujah. Right? You're not That's seeing right. the full value of your worth because you're not tithing of your time, your resources, and your money. That's right. When you tithe those things, that's why we have church on Sundays. It is the beginning of the week. We tithe Sundays, but people like to go do all kind of other things on Sunday and wonder why that week goes crazy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take the tithe from God. That's right. What better time to have church on Sundays when you can give God that first? Come on, that first. So your Monday goes right. Even if you have a rough Monday, it doesn't go as bad as it could go because you gave God the tithe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Come on, yeah, somebody. Yeah. You gave God the tithe. Yeah. And he honors the law of the first. Of the, first. the first belongs to God. Amen. The first of your time, the first of your talent, the first of your resources, the first of your finances, yeah. and the first of your week. Yeah. All belongs to God. Somebody say belongs to God. Belongs to God. Hallelujah. So I, I, I want to look at two more verses and we're going to pray. Two more passages of scripture. Uh, I, want, I, want to, I want to strengthen this argument of the first again through Joshua. Mm -hmm. When God told him, now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I've given into thy hand Jericho. I've given it to you and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Watch this. He says, uh, and ye and your any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing. So God tells them, I want you to go into Jericho. You know the story. They marched around the wall. Yeah. Joshua, the man of Jericho. Remember that song yeah. there? Mm -hmm. They go, they marched around the right thank you. The walls came tumbling down. We all know that. Yes. But it's so much deeper than that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So much better than that. Because watch this. That was the first. That was the first territory that they conquered in the promised land. Right. That was the first territory that they conquered in the promised land. This is significant. That was the first territory that they conquered in the promised land. God says, Mike, I'm giving you the land. It belongs to you. He says, but watch this. Don't touch certain stuff in it because this is your first. The law of the first fruits is in place. Mm -hmm. Lest you make yourselves a curse. When you take of the cursed thing and make the camp of Israel curse and in trouble of it. But all the silver, the gold, the vessels, the brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. Jesus. 
He says, because this is your first territory that you are taking, you have to give the first. Right, right, right. They conquered other territory where they came back with loot above loot. I mean, they, I mean, they would, they would take over territory and come back millionaires. He said, but this first one, the law of the first is in place. Wow. The silver and the gold have to come back into the house of the Lord. Yes. Okay. Now, and, and I always get, why can't I give my money to the Red Cross? Because the Red Cross doesn't have the ability to redeem. Wow. 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 But why can't I give it to the nonprofit organization that helps homeless? Because when it comes to tithing, we're not talking about you just giving outside your tithes and offering, but when it comes to tithing, when you give it to the house of the Lord, it is structured to redeem the rest. Amen. Come on, don't let the enemy trick you. Don't let him trick you. I'm not giving my money to the church. You don't know what the Red Cross does with your money? Right. Right. You don't know what all those other organizations do with your money? Are you kidding me? He says, watch this. God says, I watch over my own word. I'm not watching over the Red Cross. I'm not watching over those other. I'm watching over my word. If you honor my word, I honor my word with you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Are y'all getting this here today? Yeah. He says, Hey, I want you to bring all those consecrated things into me. Watch this. He says, because I want you to walk and do what I'm telling you to do. Uh, I, I, want you to, I want you to write this down. The first belongs to God. Amen. The first belongs to God. He says, yeah, I want you to go. This is the first, but that gold and that silver. Now, how tempting was it coming out of the wilderness? Right. Right. <laughs> How tempting was it? 40 years, you're in the wilderness, all this stuff, and God's finally bringing you to your promised land. After all those years, you're coming out to the promised land, and God says, I'm going to give you the land, but you're going to give me the money. Right. All right. <laughs> Some of y'all, we be messed up. Come on, let's tell the truth. You be, you be really. Amen. You've been in the wilderness 40 years, and finally, Rob, you got some territory, and there's a treasure chest. And God said, no, 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 that ain't yours. That belongs to me. Because i got to make sure that your priorities are right. Right, 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 right. Where your money is, your priorities. I can tell you where your priorities are. Yeah. Exodus 23, 19 says, The first of the first fruits of your land you shall bring into the house of the Lord. Right? Not to a non-profit organization. To the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord. There's so many other scriptures I can give you to back this up. The house of the Lord. Of the Lord. The first, he says, the first of the first. You hear that? Mm. The first of the first. The first of the first. So he says, when you get it, and, and, and this may sound petty, but this is profound. When you get your increase, it's not after I pay my bills, then I'm gonna see how much I got left over to give my tithes. Yeah, yeah. He says, I want the first of the first. Yeah. I wanna be first of your first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, come on, come on, yeah. I come on. I want to be first. Don't look at your what you have to pay and then decide where I'm at. I need to be first in line. Mm, yeah. Come on. It's, it's tight. Y'all quiet. Yeah. I should have stayed home with Turkey with everybody yeah. else. No, you're here. Too late. Yeah. yeah. I need to be, he said, I want to be first. And here I'm telling you, I'm telling you as a human being, that's not always easy. Come on, it's not always easy. Because the enemy always shows you what you don't have. But he won't let you see that God has so much more for you. If you put God first. If you put God first. He wants to be first. Proverbs 3 and 9 says, honor the Lord. Thank you so much, Pastor Rick. He says, honor the Lord. With what? Thy substance. With your, with your possessions. And with the first fruit of all. 
Your increase. Increase. Oh! Well, Pastor, did you have to tag off what that lady gave you? Oh! <laughs> Am I tying off the gross of the net? Oh! <laughs> it's tight, but it's right. It's quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your increase. Somebody walked up to me, put a hundred dollars in my hand. Oh, that's an increase for me. I have to tithe up all increases. Every increase I have, I have to give it honor. honor. Here it is. It's not giving money to an organ or a church. It's honoring God. Amen. Amen. I'm honoring God. Man, what, what a privilege that I can honor God with my first fruits. That he gave me the health and the strength to be able to go out and put, he put something in my hand to honor him. Oh, come on. He gave me strength. Monday morning to get up so I can come back and Lord, honor him. Lord, thank you, Lord. What a privilege to honor God with my first fruit and to let him know that he's my priority. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me here today? Yes. He yes. is my yes. priority because I honor him with all my possessions and with the first fruit of all my increases. Verse 10, so you're, why, why, why am I doing that? Here's the benefit. He says, when you do that, the, the enemy don't want you to see verse 10. Right. <laughs> he wants you to only feel the pain of verse 9. Mm -hmm. He wants you to say, verse 9 is hurtful, brother. Man. It just, it's painful. I got to give all, I got to give increase. I got to sow. I got to give the first for all my increase. But then he says, hey, verse 10 says, so that your bonds will be filled with plenty. Wow. And your vats will overflow with new wine. He yeah. says, so that you'll have more than enough. Yeah. So the enemy is trying to make you not do nine so you can't have ten. Right, 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 right. right. Come on, you got to see this. Yeah. It's not about, oh, my money, my money. No, no, no. He's trying to make you not do nine right. so you can't have ten. Yeah. Mm. So you can always be struggling. Never have enough. Why? Because he got you stuck at nine. And you're not honoring God. Somebody say, I'm going to honor God. I'm going to honor God. Amen. Proverbs 3, 9 through 10 says, honor the, and, and amplifies, honor the Lord with your capital. Mm. For all those who didn't understand the old English. With your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors. Right? Mm. Nobody should go out and be selling drugs. Talking about I'm selling drugs, God, I'm paying my tithes. No, from righteous. <laughs> righteous labor, Rob. Righteous labor. <laughs> and with the first fruits of all your, in, your incomes. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty. Plenty. This is the season for your store. You know why I'm teaching this now? Because when we, you start this behavior now, you're going to have a very full and plentiful 2019. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yes. You're going to have Hallelujah. a very full yes. Yes. and plentiful yes. 2019. Yes. Yes. Look at this, Joshua 7 1. Watch this, what happened? I want to jump back to this and finish this up. So watch this. He had told them, he says, Don't touch. You know, you know, you know how the story ends. He says, Don't touch. I get the first fruits. That's mine. You get the land, I get the gold. Now watch this. Does God need the gold? No. Does God need the silver? I mean, there's, there's no there's no bank up in heaven, right? Oh, he, he said, the cattle of a thousand heal on mine. I own everything. I spoke everything. It's not about the gold and the silver. It's about the first fruits. It's about the honor. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. about the honor. It's about honor. knowing, putting your priorities in the right place. Yeah. That's why it's so hard to let go of that money. Yeah. 
It's so hard to sow. There's been times God told Rain out to sow $1,000. We're like, no. We don't want to sow $1,000. At times God told us to sow $5,000. And we didn't want to do it. But we say it's about the honor. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's about the honor. Why? Because I have to show God he's my priority yeah. and not my money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. He's my priority and not my money. Watch this. So here was a slicky Ricky. <laughs> who was in the camp and it says but the children he thought right he says but the children of Israel uh, committed trespass in the accursed thing for Achan here's this clown Achan the son of Kamai the son of Zabadai the son of Zerah they want you to know who this clown was we're going to give you his lineage okay <laughs> of the tribe of Judah took of the accursed thing and what happened when he took what belonged to God the anger of the Lord was kindled against the whole house of Israel so he says, you curse your whole house when you withhold the first fruits. Wow. Yeah. Well, how about those who are rich and, and, and they don't tithe? They're not happy. Right. I know a lot of rich right. people who may have money, but their household is a wreck. That's they're it. on their fifth marriage. Come on. Somebody's always trying to kill them. So, they're not happy. That's it. Come on. They're not happy. They're That's paranoid. It. They're not happy. That's it. They do drugs when nobody's looking That's to try it. to keep their mind. They're That's not it. happy. Come on, talk about Don't it. Don't let the enemy make you think they're happy. They're Come not on. happy. That's right. That's sure right. Not. You can't be happy doing not doing the word of God. Yeah. It's impossible. He says, watch this. In verse 20, he says, and Achan answering Joshua. Joshua's like, who did this? Somebody brought a curse into Israel, and I need to know who it is. All right. The Holy Ghost packed the Achan answered to Joshua and said, uh, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord of Israel, and thus and thus have I done. <laughs> and thus and thus have I done. When I saw among the spoils a, a goodly Babylon, ba Babylonish garment and 200 shekels of silver and wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight, then I coveted them. So the withhold of the first fruit is a sign of covetedness. Wow. Ah. When you struck, when I'm struggling giving my tithes, I have to check my heart. Amen. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, Jesus. When okay. I struggle releasing seed, I have to check my heart. Okay. Yeah. When I have a problem being consistent in my giving, I have to check, check my, my heart. heart. Amen. Covetedness, and he said, "I took them, and behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent in the silver." Under it, and you know the rest. He was cursed. His family was cursed, and they had a terrible end. Amen. Because they ate the first fruits. Look at the scripture real quickly in Malachi three and six. He says, "For I am the Lord; I do not change." How many people love that scripture? Yeah, yeah. Right. I meditate that scripture. Rob, you love that scripture? Yeah. Do not change. Right. He, what he did for one, he'll do for another. That is why you are not already utterly destroyed. <laughs> Wow. I love it. We're not dead because I don't change. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because <laughs> my mercy endures forever. Amen. You're still alive because I'm God and I don't change. Right? That's that's verse six. But look what he says. If you love verse six, then you gotta love verse seven and seven and uh, uh, eight and nine. He says, uh, "Will a man rob God? Surely not." And yet you have robbed me. Now, if you're going to rob somebody, you don't rob God. Amen. It's like when you were growing up, you knew you just don't mess with certain people in the neighborhood. Amen. Like if you got beef with somebody, certain people you just don't have beef with, you know, because 
You just don't mess with that person, right? Uh, 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 you don't rob God. He says, uh, what do you mean? When did we ever rob you, God? Uh, you have robbed me of the tithes and the offerings that is due me. Somebody said, oh, I don't like that scripture. Oh, but you love verse 6 in the same chapter. <laughs> and I love it because God gives you verse 6 before he gives you verse 8 and 9 so you won't question if 8 and 9 is relevant. Amen. Oh, you're God, you change not. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. And then he says verse 8 and 9. Oh, that, that's not relevant. No, but he said he doesn't change. Amen. That's why he told you that first. Wow. He says you have robbed me in what? Tithes and offering. You are keeping what does not belong to you. The Living Bible says the same thing. He says, well, a man robbed God, and yet he have robbed me. What do you mean? Where did we rob you? He says, you have robbed me of the tithes and the offering that are due me. It belongs to me. It doesn't belong to anybody else. It's mine. He said, it's due me. So what happens when you do that? You allow the blessing that God has for you to be withheld. Mm -hmm. Look at somebody and say, I don't want the blessing to be withheld. I don't, I don't want, want the, the blessing, blessing to be withheld. Achan chose to steal from God the first fruit principle. And as a result, he was cursed. There was a man in the Bible, as you prepare to close your Bibles, named Abraham. And what happened to Abraham? Abraham had a son. Isaac was the only one. <laughs> Led him to a mountain high. Boy getting ready. Y'all remember that song? Boy getting ready to die. Right? Boy getting ready to die. Abraham had a son, his only son, who was the tithe. God said, give me him. Yep. Jesus. Wow. Yes. You want this all I got? Give it to me. I don't have nobody else. This is the promise. Give him to me. What is God asking you to give that you don't want to let go of? Jesus. Selah. What is God asking you to give that you don't want to let go of? What is God asking you to let go of that your hand is just so gripped so tight on? Right? And God will test your loyalties. <laughs> come on, come on. What do we say? He's going to test your loyalties. Uh, he's going to test your priorities. And he'll test your affections. Mm -hmm. God's going to test your loyalties, your priorities, and your affections by saying, give it to me. Abraham didn't blank when he went up there, took his son up there, didn't know how God was going to provide. Put him on the altar, got ready to slay him, and God says, stop! Over there you'll see the lamb. You'll see the substitute. Gosh. Because I still need a sacrifice, but because you're willing to obey I'm going to give you the substitute to redeem everything else you have. Mm -hmm. Rob, come on up. Don't, don't let the enemy rob you, come on, of everything else. Don't let him rob you of verse 10 by making you keep verse 9. Right, right. right. Don't, don't let him rob you of verse 10. Because God has so much for you. He has so much increase, and he wants to over- just overflow you with his blessings. But are you willing to be obedient to what God is asking you to do? Amen. Abraham had made up in his mind, I don't want to be cursed, I want to be blessed. I want you to put your Bibles down and stand to your feet. The law of the first allows you to be blessed. And I want everyone that's in RCC to be blessed. Hallelujah. 
We don't want anybody to be cursed. We want everybody to be blessed. Amen. But guess what? It doesn't. Blessings do not happen in disobedience. Blessings do not happen in disobedience. Right? Generosity. How to have a generous heart. Yeah. How do I have a generous heart? By having the heart of God who was the biggest giver ever. He was the biggest tither ever. He was the biggest sower ever. He gave his only begotten son. <laughs> he gave his only begotten son. So he didn't ask for 10. He asked for 100% yeah. of himself. Do you get that? He asked for 100% of what he had. His only begotten son. That whosoever believes shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. While you are yet sinners, he still gave. My challenge to you today in the heart of generosity, how to have a generous heart, is to understand the principle of the first fruit. God, I want to give you my time. I want to give you my resources, my talents, my Sundays, the beginning of the week so that the rest of my week can be redeemed. If I give you first, that's why the enemies trick so many people in America about not going to church on Sunday. I'll just watch a quick program and I'm, as I said, I'm in my bed with my pajamas on. I got my coffee, you know, I'm chilling out. No, 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 no. He says, give me that first. Honor me first. When you get up in the morning, it's so easy to get up, hit the clock, go get dressed and run out the door. No, no, take a minute and acknowledge God. And say, God, I'm here. I'm here to give you praise. I'm here to say thank you. I want you to close those eyes real quickly.